You are now listening to Bay. This is the Chef Bay podcast hosted by Bay Ruskis. For more information on all of our episodes, go to www.chefbay.kitchen forward slash the podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Chef Bay. Thank you so much for being here with me. You are listening to the Chef Bay podcast. I am overwhelmed with gratitude to have the opportunity to sit down with you today. So thank you so much for just taking the time to be here, whether you're walking, running, chilling, driving, working, whatever you're doing. I think that choosing to listen to a podcast is always a choice to expand a little bit and I'm excited to be on this journey of expansion with you. So thank you so much for being here. Just taking a quick deep breath. This has been such a charged couple of weeks. I mean, to be honest, it's been a charged three years. (laughs) Like so much has happened in the last three years when we can really sit and reflect on all that we've been through as a collective. It's pretty overwhelming to think about all these things that we're going through and how we just kind of have to just keep going through all of it. And in the last couple of weeks, I just want to take a moment to really recognize what's happening in Gaza, what's happening in Israel, what's happening in the Middle East, because it's something that we're all feeling. Um, what is happening to the Palestine people and the Palestinians is horrific. What's happened to the Israeli hostages is horrific. Um, people living in the border town of Gaza, like it's just so heartbreaking and it makes me so angry to think about everything that these people are going through and all of the lives that have been lost and what I'm really noticing is through social media and just through so many different comment feeds and personal dms that I've been getting is that we're all so fucking angry (laughs) I think anger is the over overwhelming emotion that a lot of us are feeling and because everyone's so angry that angry is being it's so that anger is being it's so polarized right and it's also being kind of weaponized on social media and everyone is seemingly against each other and it feels like everyone is just yelling into the void um, at each other because we're all so angry about what's going on And to offer some perspective from my side of things, while this has been going on, I've also been writing my cookbook, which is all about going against the dairy industry and having everyone break up with dairy. And so while I've been spending so much time researching what's been happening in the Middle East and really wanting to stay educated and informed and like really understand the situation beyond what basic media outlets have been giving me and all of us, I've also been doing a deep dive onto the dairy industry, onto the uh, chronic health crisis that a lot of Western societies are facing, along with the racism and the environmental disasters that come with things like the dairy industry and the animal agriculture industry. So the last couple of weeks, I've kind of just been looking at the world's just kind of like with a little bit of a blank stare, just wondering how we got here, wondering 
if things will ever change and trying not to be completely hopeless. (laughs) And I kind of laugh at me saying hopeless because it's so not in my personality to be hopeless. I'm very much like, let's look on the bright side of things. How can we fix this? What can we do? hard when you're seeing these images come out of Gaza and come out of Israel and come out of Afghanistan from the earthquake and you know you're seeing the climate crisis unfold right in front of our eyes it's hard not to feel hopeless right when you look at the cost of war the cost of war is obviously the human cost is so unfathomable and so great but you also have to look at the the environmental cost of war right? And how much that is contributing to the pollution of our clean water and our oceans and and the air and the animal impact, like the impact of all of the animals, not just like, you know, the domestic animals, like the cats and the dogs and the bird and, you know, the pets, but also the birds and the and the ocean animals and the deer and like the cost of war is so great. It is so detrimental to us as humans. And the hopelessness is something that can be paralyzing. And what I'm really seeing is a lot of people are so paralyzed by what's happening. And last weekend I was too. I was unable to, you know, really be on social media because I was so paralyzed by everything that I was seeing. I also felt immense, you know, you feel pressure to post something, but the the other side of that is like, I don't want to post something unless I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. And so a lot of what comes with feeling paralyzed is being able to just get up and educate yourself. Right. You have to kind of move through that. And so turning this what I really want to talk about on this podcast episode today is turning this anger that we're all feeling. We're all feeling so much anger right now, which in turn is paralyzing. And I want to talk about turning that anger into action, which is also known as activism. I never thought that I would be an activist. I never thought I would ever consider calling myself an activist. But my journey through my own chronic health issues, my journey through talking to so many other people with chronic health issues, learning about the environment, learning about the food system that I make a living on, I couldn't help but naturally become an activist the more I got educated. And so I think that we all need, this conversation is so important because we all need to turn this anger into action in order for things to actually change. Otherwise, we're just going to feel like, we can do absolutely nothing. And that's not true. You know, I want to remind you that you are a force. You are a force, just you. And when you can channel this energy, this anger, this this heartbreak into something, it can not only help move the needle in where we're going as, as humans, but it's going to help you make sense of all of this fucking craziness. (sighs) All right. So first off, I want to talk about social media because it can feel like everyone is coming for everybody. It can feel like there is so much different information. It can feel so overwhelming. 
And it can also feel like everyone is really picking a side and you don't really know who to trust. People that you follow that you trusted are suddenly like saying crazy things. And social media itself is so polarizing and itself can be so paralyzing. It can feel so hard to know what to post, to know what to say, to feel like, is am I going to say the wrong thing? And so with that, before you post anything on social media, the first part about activism in general is being educated. And I think the reason why we get angry is because we begin to see things in the world that maybe we didn't see before, or maybe there's a huge event happening like this conflict in the Middle East. This conflict has been going on for 75 years, right? It's nothing new. However, never before have we lived in a time where we can see this type of tragedy happening live on social media. So we're able to really open our eyes to things that we never were able to see before from a real point of view perspective, right? We only had the media before. So we could only really digest the information that we were given. And now we have the availability to literally almost be there, to obviously not be there, but through a screen, through a phone, you can see everything that's happening in real time. So You're able to feel the frustration and the anger and understand so much faster than you ever have before. And I also want to say too, like this has never been like this. Like we are in one big experiment of social media. And so if you're feeling fried, if your nervous system is feeling fried, it is really important to take a step back from social media to just have a good meal and take care of yourself because being in a 24-7 fight or flight through social media and still having to go to work and take care of your kids and do all of that stuff is just not sustainable and it's not going to sustain you through the long term and it's not going to help you make real change in this world. So try to get out of the fight or flight for a few hours a day at least and then come back, educate, and keep getting activated. Okay, so there are so many different ways of being an activist. And I think a lot of times we think about activism as being on a picket line. And I know when I talk to my parents or anyone in my parents' age, we always talk about, they always talk about, oh, but activism just seems so intense. Like it seems so aggressive. It seems like I'm just not really ready and willing to lay down in front of the White House and get arrested. And while that is an amazing form of activism, which gets probably the most, the most newsworthy activism, It's not the only way to be an activist. And there are also a lot of other ways that have more um, impact than lying down in front of the White House or in front of the courthouse or something like that. So let's talk about all of the different ways that you can be an activist and just really listen and think about your life. Think about the things that you're passionate about. Think about the things that you want to change in this world. And then you can kind of utilize these tools to move forward to really make the change that you wish to see within the world. So of course, the first way to become an activist and to really inflict the change that you want to see is to get educated. There's nothing more frustrating than, and we're all seeing this right now, there's nothing more frustrating than being on social media specifically and seeing a bunch of people angry about misinformation (laughs) because they're not educated on what's actually going on. So then you're, it's like this ripple effect. Then other people are getting angry about misinformation. And then there's this whole culture war happening about stuff that's not even real. So being educated and finding legit sources and people that you trust online 
is one of the first ways to really make amazing change because you being educated, again, is a ripple effect. It's going to allow you to understand better, which in turn is going to make you more upset. (laughs) Like once you really learn about what's going on in the world, it's hard not to be upset and feel like you want to really inflict a lot of change. So education is the first thing. Spreading awareness is also another great way of being like the first step of activism and really having those tough conversations with your family, really having those tough conversations with your friends, really, you know, creating content around spreading awareness. So for me, I spread a lot of awareness about the food industry. I spread a lot of awareness about women's health and the medical industry. Like that's what I'm so passionate about. I really understand it. I'm really educated and on it. So I really feel like I have a lot to offer when it comes to spreading awareness. Then Another way that you can really spread awareness is through sharing what other activists are saying, what they're doing, what they're writing, um, how they're interacting, how they're protesting. That in itself is a form of activism as well. And then, of course, posting on social media, creating posts, interacting with your community, interacting with direct messages, doing all of that stuff can really help with spreading awareness and spreading the message. Now, here's the thing. I really feel like activism isn't just talking, right? I think inspiring and spreading awareness is such a crucial point of making change and being an activist. However, it's just the first step. Because if we're just talking into the void, if we're just talking into social media, if we're just posting things, if we're just doing things without action, all we're doing is circulating conversation, which I'm not saying is totally useless. But for instance, right now, you're seeing all these people posting all of these reshares and posting all of these things without actionable steps to be like, okay, well, is this even doing anything? Because a lot of times, my personal opinion is that posting on your story about something that's going on that is so much bigger than us isn't going to do much. So what needs to come with spreading awareness and speaking your truth and being educated is action. And that is where the activism really comes in. And there's so many different ways that you can take action. The first way to take action is to donate and to get other people to donate to helping either tragedies that are happening right now. So people on the ground, either feeding people, finding shelter, like immediate relief is a great way to get started, especially when something's happening. So right now there's like the Children's Fund in Gaza. There's also World Central Kitchen that's helping people on the ground feed people. Like it's an immediate need, right? We're helping that immediate need of something that's going on right now. Or you could donate to something that is the bigger picture, where there's, let's say, there's like the the group that goes into Congress and they speak and it's, I think they're called Moms Against Gun Violence, right? They are an amazing group of activists who go in to Washington and they're like, hey, this is unacceptable. And they're fighting in the legal system to get gun rights for their kids, right? And that's a great that's a great place that you could donate to. They're on the ground. They need support financially. So if you don't want to be on the ground with them, you could support them financially, start a fundraiser, you know, start to support them financially. There's so many ways that you can donate to either the short term or the long term. And that is a quick way to provide activism and to provide that action so that you can keep moving the ball forward. 
Another amazing way to kind of have action is to figure out who your current state representatives are and to call their offices and to bug the shit out of them about the things that matter the most. So right now, a lot of us are calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. And the person that you're going to be calling is your senator and your Congress representative because they are the closest thing to the top to really make, they are a representation of the people. Technically, that's their job. I don't think they're doing a great job at being a representation of the people, but that's their job. So call them, bother them. And once you figure out who to call and exactly what you should be saying, there's so many resources online to figure out exactly what to say per whatever you are trying to call about. So if you're calling about Gaza, there are so many different um, resources out there. So you can sound eloquent, you can sound educated, you can sound like you know you're talking about. And then post the script on your social media, post the phone number to call and let it be easy for people. That is such an easy way to get other people activated, educated, and moving forward because you just don't want to be another person yelling into the void, right? You want to help provide actionable steps and show people that it's actually not so hard. I've seen other activists literally take a video of themselves calling their local senator with the script on the screen and being like, hey, look at how easy this is. You can do this too. (sighs) What else is there? And of course, reaching out to your local community and being on the ground, putting in the work on the ground is such a great way to be there for your community, right? Like for me, for instance, I have on Thanksgiving spent all day feeding homeless people. I have um, done pop-up dinners for um, for animal sanctuaries who are rescuing animals. Like there's so many different ways that you can be an activist in what you're really good at. So I'm really good at cooking. I'm a chef. It's what I do. I vibe out with that. I'm good at social media too. So these are ways that I can help organizations and I can help a cause that's bigger than myself to really be an activist and to really help. And although like what's happening in the Middle East, like not a lot of people are going to be flying to Israel or Egypt or Gaza. There's a lot of ways that you can donate and help people that are on the ground fighting right now. So this is all about backing up your vocal and your social activism with action. There's one more thing when it comes to all of this that I want to say too. You need to be okay with not being right all the time. Once you get fired up enough to really want to create change and you start to take on the journey, the never-ending journey of being educated, you have to understand that it is an ever-going process, right? You're always going to be learning, which means that you may have gotten on your soapbox, you may have gotten on your Instagram and you, you thought you learned something and you were like so upset about it. This has happened to me many times. This actually happened to me recently. And then you realize that maybe the video that you reposted was not the right context, or you realize that the information that you were once fired up about was actually incorrect. It was misinformation, which is so common in the world that we live in because so much information is flying around everywhere. It's important to understand and to have that vulnerability to come to your audience because this is what builds trust. You have to come to your audience and say, I was wrong. I've learned differently. 
And this is what I think moving forward. And that in itself, I think a lot of people are missing. (laughs) A lot of people are missing that fact of just that willingness to be wrong, that willingness to be corrected. Um, For instance, I reposted a video and I didn't really understand the context of the video that I was reposting. I was just listening to the message of the video and I was like, oh, this is this is heartwarming in this rough time. And I got a few messages from people being like, this is super insensitive. This is the actual context of the video. This is what was actually going on. I looked into it and I realized it was not it was not cool of me to post that video. It was super insensitive. And so I went back and I retracted the video and I messaged every single person and I was like, hey, you're right. I understand now um, the context of the video and I promise I'm going to do better and I, I understand now. So thank you for bringing this to my attention. That is so important instead of just arguing and trying to be right all the time because we're really not going to move the needle if we're all just trying to be right. I think what we all really want is human rights. We all want a... I mean, I think most of us, I guess that's an assumption, but I would think most of us want human rights. We want an environment that has clean water and clean air. We want children to be able to be safe in their homes, right? We want these basic things. And in order for us to, in order for us to reach that goal, we have to work together. We have to admit to being wrong and we have to be willing to educate and take the time to understand problems that are bigger than what we realize. You know, I think people are inherently good people, right? When we're born, that's we're born good, I think, most of us. And a lot of this hate and division is something that's taught. It's something that's taught through propaganda. It's something that's taught through racism. It's something that's taught. And we have to remind ourselves that in order to change the way that the world is working, We have to be patient and we have to be vulnerable and willing to learn alongside everybody else. You know, I really think a lot of us are fighting the same fight. You know, I'm I'm fighting a food system. I'm fighting racism within the food system. I'm fighting literal environmental destruction because of the food system. And a lot of this is all connected, you know, so much of it is because we are represented by governments that do not represent us. They do not listen to us. We are living in late stage capitalism where the number one goal is cash. It's not human decency. It's not clean water. It's not um, the right to live and let live, right? We are living in late stage capitalism. So we have to remember that we are all fighting against big government, (laughs) That's what we're fighting against because these big corporations and big oil, they're all fucking paying each other, right? War war itself is one of the most profitable things in history and we all know that. We all know the reason why our you know, citizens and innocent people are being sent to war to kill other innocent people is because of corporate greed, And so we all have to come together and we all have to turn this anger into action, into activism, into education, because we all have something to give. You know, the world needs your light. It's so important to feel your grief, be angry, scream into a pillow, go punch something. I mean, go punch a 
But go punch your pillow, go punch your couch, go punch whatever you need to punch. Feel fucking angry, feel your feelings, get upset, get mad, and then turn that anger into action. Call your representatives, donate, start a fundraiser, do something, do something. Don't just be on social media, screaming into the void, arguing with people in the comments because it's not doing shit. We need action. We need accountability. And more than anything, like we need you to step into your power because you are powerful beyond measure. And I hope that you remember that because next month there's going to be something else that's going on. And in six months, there's going to be something else that's going on. And next year, right? Like we are fighting an uphill battle, but we are in this for the long game. That's the entire reason I started this podcast in the first place, because I want to be in this activism and in this for the long game, because I believe in a better future. I have hope that the children of this earth can have something better that they, I believe that they deserve a future. And in order for them to get that future, it starts with all of us taking action and all of us working together. (sighs) Okay, so I got some questions about social media and how specifically to post on social media to get active. And so I will just DM you directly. We can talk about that. But if you have any specific questions on how to add captions onto your social media posts or how to repost something or, you know, how to get something moving the needle, make sure that you um, just Google it. Just Google it. There's so many people out there that give tech tutorials and all the information that you need or YouTube it. Um, All the information that you need is already out there. So I am with y'all. I'm feeling I'm feeling all the things you're feeling. And I'm devastated for what's happening in the world, but I am going to use that to continue to fuel me forward instead of making me feel like I am stuck in concrete because these two feelings are just going hand in hand. And so I hope this inspired you to get active. I hope this has inspired you to choose a lane and just fucking go for it and be loud and take big risky vulnerable action and to not stop to keep going long past this week or next week or the next week all right y'all that's it for today thank you so much for listening to the podcast and if you have any questions or if you have a specific question you want answered on the show go to www.chefbay.kitchen forward slash the podcast and we will be sure to answer your question on the show all right i will see you next week bye